Okay, today's episode of the Gabola Podcast brought to you by our friends for Basketball Kicks Paddy. Whether you're a fan of the PBA, NBA, or kung fan ka ng cigars, like Michael Jordan, this <laughs> TV is the only Facebook group you need to join. To share your insights in the world of basketball. As always, on the line is my cousin, Wee Gamboa, and partner. Very special to episode though. Very, very special to <laughs> yes. episode. We yes, have our first... Uh, go ahead, go ahead. First guest, partner, in the Gabola <laughs> Podcast. Let's welcome Mr. Former mine in, uh, in high school, a celebrity chef, and he has a uh, acting career, I think, still active. <laughs> very much active, and, I have, Thanks, and a very famous influencer in social media, Mr. Jose Sarasola. Yes. Thanks, Thanks, David, for having me on uh, Gambola. You know, it's really fun to talk basketball, and especially now with the documentary, I think everyone has a good uh, debate on uh, our two cents on the matter. So, yeah. But, you know, just want to enjoy with you guys today, and uh, thanks for having me. Well, so, Siguro, let's talk okay. about lang yung pagiging basketball fanatic mo. Like everyone else, were you a Jordan fan, or were you one of the minorities, the Jordan hater. Well, before that, David, actually, I picked up basketball really late because when I was in my younger years in Southridge, I would play football more than basketball. So, yung mga 90s na yun, yung mga time ni Jordan, mas football talaga ako. Pero as, you know, playing sports, you know naman who Jordan is. But then, eventually, when I, you know, high school, that's when I started playing basketball. Actually, with, with Wina, we were teammates at Marymount sa third year, eh, sa varsity. So, dun pa lang ako nag-really serious about playing basketball and watching everything about Jordan. Pero medyo na yun, Ray, mga early 2000s, eh. But um, yes. yeah, growing up naman, I think naman, if, you know, we're 90s naman tayo, whether fan or hindi fan, I think, you know, people already knew and, you know, who Michael Jordan really was. So, yeah, I would say maybe, hindi ako diehard fan, but I would follow what he would be doing on the court. Yeah, were you also okay. a Chicago Bulls fan or were you a Rockets, Portland, oh, Houston? Oh, <laughs> here we go. Here's the big reveal. But we know it already. But yeah, I've always been a Knicks fan, bro. 90s pa. Um, I think my first taste of the Knicks was mga mid-90s na eh. So thankfully, I didn't see the the earlier years when the Bulls would, you know, destroy the Knicks. But um, ever since I've been a Knicks fan, but you know, what the Bulls did in the 90s, you know, you got to respect them also, so. Partner, okay. medyo nakakalungkot na next fan yung kaibigan nating si Jose. Ah. He never <laughs> really sure recovered. Nakakalungkot siya sa atin, partner. Wala. Wala, wala talaga. And this is this, okay. this, this, episode 4 didn't do any justice to us. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jose. Sige, can you just tell us a little more about you? Uh, I heard that you have a restaurant right now. And you're still doing, you're still juggling it together with your acting career. Can you tell uh, yeah. the viewers a little more about that? Okay, so as, as of now, I'm still um, with ABS-CBN. I'm a star magic talent, so I act on the side as well. But uh, my main focus and main business is my sports bar, which is located in BF Homes. It's called Avenue 75. It's been open for the past 10 years now. So um, wow. it's a sports bar. Um, yeah, we the food is much much more you know conceptualized by me since I took up culinary at Binild. So, yun, I did uh, siguro mga 80% of all the recipes there, the dishes. And yeah, you know, it's fun running a sports bar. And, you know, we get to watch, as you said, a lot of mga sports stuff besides basketball, you know, yeah. World Cup, you know, sometimes Pacquiao fights and uh, UFC. So, I think the good combination of having a sports bar is, you know, you get to drink, eat, and watch sports and, you know, talk with the customers at the same time. So, and yeah, and now I'm 
currently trying to, you know, since we're all home during this COVID-19, para I'm focusing back on like cooking um, at home and like doing uh, videos for people, which you see we on, you know, Facebook and Instagram. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. All right, partner. Alam mo, siguro, since na pa, na pag-usapan natin yung, 70, yung Avenue 75, sana makapag-podcast tayo live <laughs> doon. Oh, yeah. Hopefully soon. <laughs> Rose, that's a good idea. We can do a setup there, sa lounge, and then yeah. you know, with you know, with with a glass of whiskey, maybe a cigar, and you know, oh. para let's uh, try. Good idea, yeah. David. Why not? Why not? Why not? Hopefully after tung after tung ECQ. Now let's go uh, deep dive na tayo sa the last dance. So episode five and six were launched kanina 3 p.m. satin, and the first things that really popped into uh, the screens is the sad words of in loving memory of Kobe Bryant. Parang up until now. You, I'm sure you guys still feel this. Eh? It doesn't feel real, pa rin, eh, though, that Kobe uh, really f- suddenly passed away. What? Ano na, three months mm. na ata? Or two months. months na halos? So, mm. the, the first part of episode five, they went uh, deep into the relationship of Jordan and Kobe. Uh, it was the first all star appearance of Kobe Bryant. I believe, yun nung nasa second year pa siya. And you could see Jordan was already eyeing up this kid. Sabi niya, sa, sabi niya kay Kobe Bryant, this kid, the Lakers boy, is going to make this a one-on-one game. And, you know, there's a little yabang nagat si Kobe. Eh. He already gave this um, influence. He has confidence against Michael Jordan. So, I'd like to ask you guys, I mean, what could you say about those, uh, the relationship between the Black Mamba and Michael Jordan? Were you guys surprised of how, do- how close they were uh, heading to the years? Or... Even back then, what were your impressions of Kobe? Ba? Was he the next Jordan? Was he the next star really for the NBA? Oh, let's start with Dalo. Let's start with Jose. Okay, go. Okay. Um, well, for me, I think, to be honest, since you brought up the topic about Kobe passing away a few months ago, I think, yeah. to be honest, I was more of a Kobe guy eh? because in the 90s, as I said, I didn't follow basketball yet. And 90s, Ray, we were what? Maybe eight, you know, six years old. Mga ganun. So, Yung career basically, basically following a career talaga, mas Kobe talaga yung time natin eh. We really followed, you know, step by step what he really brought to the game and, you know, in the NBA and, you know, everything which he did with the Lakers. Although MJ, you would know about him, some highlights, you know, and, you know, some you know, YouTube, you can check everything. But then, in terms of like following a career step by step, I think our generation, I don't know if you guys agree, I think really followed, you know, Kobe more. So I think in this documentary, especially when they did the first part, na, you know, still remembering Kobe and, you know, adding him that slight tidbit which David said na, you know, before the All-Star game na they had to like just show na, oh, this Laker boy, he's gonna like, you know, tear it up eventually in the league. And, you know, for them to show that part and, you know, I think it basically, they called it right na, you know, Jordan called it right na, you know, in the long run, this kid's gonna be, you know, one of the best and, I yeah. think he genuinely liked Kobe, even if it was parang like a, as Dave said, the parang defense mechanism, na parang may konting yabang na, you know, I'm gonna stop this guy, ganon ganon. But I think in his heart, he knew, you know, Kobe had, you know, great things ahead. Especially he said, remember, parang if you need anything, you know, I'll stop you in the court. Pero pag may kailangan ka, just call me. So to, for Jordan to say that to a young guy, you know, it shows a lot. Na parang okay, I think this kid would be, you know, next in line after MJ. So yeah. We for you, naman. Back in ninety-seven, ninety-eight. What were your initial thoughts on uh, Kobe Bryant? Were you, were you confident that he was the guy uh, billed as next Michael Jordan or the the next superstar for the NBA? Well, at first, talagang when I saw how he plays, uh, the way he makes his fadeaways, 
the way he defends, the way he scores, not just on the not just on the shooting end, pero you know when he dunks, when he makes those acrobatic layups. Parang it's a carbon copy of Michael Jordan's game talaga. Eh. Yeah. And to think that Jordan wasn't really irritated by the fact that someone's imitating him, it was flattering to Michael Jordan. Eh. And that's something nice to see. And at that time, I really saw uh, I, I really saw Kobe the next uh, best thing talaga. Kasi parang you, you could see literally see Michael Jordan in a Lakers uniform. Eh. Yeah. And he was also sporting uh, the Adidas brand, the first yeah. brand that Michael fell in love with. <laughs> so the brand that never, he never really got his hands on. Yeah. So parang when after Jordan retired, I was looking for the next, talagang next Jordan. Eh. And you know, if, if you guys remember, there's this uh, Jordan curse. Now when you put that, that label on a player, the next Jordan, they flop. Eh. Yeah. Michael Fee, uh, Grant Hill, uh, pa ba? Mag- Jerry Stackhouse. So Jerry, Stackhouse. Hey, Jerry Stackhouse. Uh, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Penny. Uh, so, Penny Hardaway. Penny yeah. Hardaway. There you go. Yeah. See? Uh, that's four already. So, and mm. si Kuki, parang siya lang hindi talaga nag-flop and he accepted the challenge and he somewhat tweaked it. He's for me a a more skillful Michael Jordan in terms of range. Diba? Hmm. He doesn't have the footwork of Michael Jordan. He doesn't have the athleticism of Michael Jordan. But he took it to another level in terms of his range, his shooting. Jordan never shot the free very well his whole career. But Kobe like has a limited range. He could shoot threes. Uh, from before there was Steph Curry, there was Kobe Bryant. Basically, that's <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree, and I think. When you when you watch back you mga interviews to mga NBA legends, they always talk about Kobe as the carbon copy or as the remix of Jordan. And like uh, like with you, Jose, you know, I wasn't really a fan of basketball during the nineties. I was a fan, but I wasn't a diehard fan. So when people mm-hmm. talk about Michael Jordan, I know magaling siya, great na siya, pero I wasn't well invested on the Chicago Bulls on Michael Jordan uh, back then. Because I think I was like six, seven, or even eight years old. So yung ira ko talaga is Kobe Bryant. Eh. He was the guy yeah. starting up 2000, 2001. He was very athletic. He wanted to remove all the like Mike, uh, the next Michael Jordan comparisons. He wanted to be the only Kobe Bryant. And yet mm-hmm. during this documentary, so early part na ng episode five, they were able to tackle the issues that they were so close. They were basically like brothers. Uh, Kobe was even asking for. Even asking for tips on the fadeaways, as what uh, Ria said, and during, yes. I think during that time, the NBA was just desperate to find the next superstar. Yes. Michael Jordan is just is like a once in a generation athlete, and mm-hmm. people like Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway, Jerry Stackhouse, they just <laughs> couldn't fill that shoes. Eh. So, blang like if you if you build the next Michael Jordan, eh. um, mm. before. True. Uh, let's let's talk about the Manzuguro. In this type of uh, in today's NBA, uh, you, I'm sure LeBron is. feed na yan eh. Steph Curry, 30 years old na. Who do you guys uh, see as the next really big star that could fill the Michael Jordan type shoes? Wow, uh, that's a tough question. Yeah. Siguro in terms of you know just dominating the game, ah, baka give it to Yanis. Eh. I mean, it's not. Of course, it's not MJ. Alayo. Alayo talaga in comparison because, you know, Yanis just uses his, you know, brute force, his size, 
being athletic for you know being a seven footer six eleven guy who can you know coast to coast do everything. So in terms of like dominance and like you know athleticism, siguro Yanis. But then in terms of his you know ala Jordan type now, parang it's hard but I can see a specific NBA player who would like kind of mimic Jordan's game but in terms of dominance siguro yun nga I'll give it to maybe for now KD sana but again again KD is like another Yanis eh. it's just you know height you know shooting so yeah. it makes the game easier to score you know easier to do things like MJ he was like 6'6 na kailangan kumayod pa rin kahit paano eh. these guys are like you know gifted talaga and you know it makes it easier yeah. for them so Maybe those two, but you know, sort of another Jordan, parang can't find anything. We, what do you think? <laughs> I can't put KD anymore. Very like 30 years old, I think. Tama ba? Okay. 31? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 31, yeah. Yeah, but you know, KD, KD is a monster. Everyone knows mm. that. Mm. He got injured. We don't really know if he's gonna get his game back. And you know, that's, 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 that's the future. We can't tell the future. But now, what I can see, and I would really, and I'm, and I'm really rooting for him. Uh, this guy named Zion. I oh, think yeah. he's gonna. I think we know. may have heard of him. We <laughs> 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 had heard of Zion. Yeah. I think he's gonna make way to the NBA. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this, there's this also, there's this new guy also, and his name is Luca. So, you know, <laughs> we're not sure. I mean, we're, but we're pretty sure with one thing: the the future yeah. of the NBA secured. And these guys are, you know, going to make tons of money. Yeah. They're going to make good matchups in the future. And I'm rooting for both of them. And I no think, yeah, I think it's very, very hard to find the next Jordan. As you guys have said, Giannis, KD, Zion, Luca, they're all great players in the making. Or some of them have been great players, players for the past few years. But the prototypical build is different. You could imagine. It's Jordan and Kobe, they were both 6'6", six, six, both 220 pounds. Ito ngay hot take ko dyan eh, Porter siya kay Jose. I really thought Andrew Wiggins was the next one. Uh, he was oh, very, yeah. very similar. Diba? When, when Kobe mm-hmm. entered the so league... Disappointing. Yeah, sobrang disappointing. When Kobe, uh, when Wiggins entered the league, he was 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, and he had this very lanky frame. Pero there was, there was an interview between... Um, Kobe and Wiggins. Sa sinabi ni Wiggins, natutunan ko sa iyo tong fadeaway kung to. Yes. So I, yes, no, yes, you remember, yes. you remember that. And I really thought yeah. that Andrew Wiggins was the next guy for them. So sayang that didn't turn out. Yeah, sayang nagflop. Yeah, the skills. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think that's the that's the things. That's just what David said. We, yeah. I think with Wiggins and Towns, I think they had you know they had the tools and everything. But I think that's why Jimmy Butler left because. Walang work ethic doing the way. So, you know, yeah. Jimmy Butler was, uh, is, you know, dog, 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 yun eh. Talagang he'll push you and, you know, if you can't take what I'm doing, then kung ayaw niyo sa akin, I'll leave. And, you know, he thought talaga that Wiggins and the Towns had, you know, great upside. Pero, you know, that drive which, you know, as you said, guys, MJ and Jordan had, parang, I guess Wiggins and Towns didn't, you know, didn't have it. Yeah. And I, yeah. it goes back to simply that Wiggins really never had that competitive edge. Or he, yung, 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 yung motor niya, not unlike Kobe and mm-hmm. Jordan. Episodes 5 and 6, it tackled dun sa, mo, sa motivation needed by Jordan to really, really, talagang tataloy niya yung teams niya. Even the smallest things lang, eh, ginagamit yung motivation. Eh. And guys, in this generation lalo na, uh, meron na nga pagkaka-soft, eh, meron ng pagkaka-friendly na parang, malaki na yung kinikita ko, okay na ako sa gayong setup. 
<laughs> nawala na yung ganun type of championship mindset eh. Siguro that's just yeah. my opinion lang. No? Um, now, let's move on dun naman sa episode 5. After the Kubi series or after the Kubi comparisons, the one thing that the documentary tackled on was the legacy of the Air Jordan. Um, heading into the rookie year, it was said in the, in the series that Jordan was discussing deals with Converse, pero Converse never envisioned Jordan um, above Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. And he really um, wanted to go with Adidas as well. Yeah, big mistake, Converse. <laughs> and Adidas naman, with Adidas naman, they were trying to make something for Jordan, pero hindi kaya in terms of salary. Or there wasn't just a mutual respect between um, those two. And lo and behold, nandiyan si Nike. We, I'm sure you're, you're a sneakerhead. You've, mm-hmm. you've had Air Jordans. Ilan yung pairs mo? In, in a span of uh, how many years na? Ilan best ka na kay Air uh, Jordan? All time, ah. All time. Siguro, nag, yeah. siguro uh, less than 10. Uh, o mga 8, 9, 9 pairs, maybe. Jose, how about you? <laughs> Same with Ray. Around mga, yeah, mga 7, siguro 7 or 8 pairs also. I think it's very common when you talk when you talk to people like sneakerheads. It's going to be a very common denomina- denominator that they will have an Air Jordan sa shoe closet nila. Mm-hmm. And what do you guys think is the legacy uh, of the Air Jordan in the sneaker game or in the sneaker uh, culture? Let's start with uh, you. Yeah. Uh, let's start with you. We. Okay, sige. Uh, like what the documentary said, no? Parang yeah. Uh, before. Sneakers were just used for basketball, but now they use it. I mean, it's it's a it's a culture already. It's a lifestyle. Uh, I think the Jordan brand really changed the sneaker game. Kumbaga, dun nagsimula yung pagka-premium ng sneakers. Not just Jordans, but every sneaker. Kaya naman nagkaroon ng mga, let's say, nagkaroon ng premium uh, treatment ng Yeezy. Kasi may mga exclusives. May mga, may mga, what they call it, may mga throwbacks. Yeah. Baga, mm. Jordan started, Jordan ang nag-start ng trend na yun eh. No one can take that away. Baga, it's Jordan or, or, kasi kahit Converse was really bigger than Nike back then. Pero they never really, they were never really able to reach that peak that Nike had. That was Nike released that Jordan brand. Now is, you know, one of the biggest uh, sneaker brands in the market. Yeah. So I think really, uh, um, thanks to the Jordan 1, I think that's the start of what the Jordan is right now. I mean, you know how big the Jordan brand is here. Not just in the Philippines, but all over the world, no? Everyone was talaga just to get this particular, ano, this particular uh, make or model, Jordan 11s, once a year lumalabas. May, talagang may pila, so talagang may demand. And thanks to the Jordan 1, that started it all. For you, Jose, what do you what can you say about the Air Jordan legacy? And why do you think hanggang ngayon paulit-ulit pa binibili ng mga tao? <laughs> yeah, it's a touch on what we nga said na talaga, you know, it's just not more it's more than basketball eh. Hindi lang yeah. support, eh. naging lifestyle na rin, eh. you know, people use their you know, their Jordans pang forma, you know, pang shorts, you know, in the classic forma na ganun, even back in high school and as as we nga said up to now, it's still the trend after how many years na which Converse couldn't do na in those late 80s, they had yun nga, Bird, Magic, you know, Bernard King, Isaiah Thomas, diba? They had like the different colors. But then, after a few years, nawala na siya. Ang nagawa siguro ng Nike is, you know, really good advertising, of course, using Michael Jordan. And I think 
it really you know expanded them up to this time in this timeline uh, people still have the demand for them as we were saying people still line up people yeah. will pay a lot of money to buy Jordans and you know end of the day I think it really started off with, with MJ talaga and the legacy he left uh, up to now you know it's 2020 but people still you know love looking and love buying Jordans yeah and it's one reason Bakit Jordan is a billionaire now I mean just on the royalties alone that he is earning from the Air Jordans partnering with people like Travis Scott uh, having mm. different models with celebrities alaking bagay rin sa kanila yan and yeah. to be honest to be honest the whole Air Jordan really opened up the signature shoes or the importance of having signature shoes sa mga NBA stars because if you look at the commercial mm-hmm. ng Converse it's not Converse Magic Johnson's once eh, or not Converse Bird One. It's just Converse Weapon. Eh. Air Jordan, mm. like Michael Jordan. Yan. You know, mm. the difference again. Uh, let's go back against the sneaker wars. Who do you think is the biggest, the bigger loser between the two? Is it Converse or Adidas? Looking back at it now. Adidas, I think I think we correct. Because Jordan fed into their. Jordan fell into the lap of Adidas. They just had to make yeah. a damn shoe just for him yeah. to wear it, and the rest is history. Nayan, maybe it would be Adidas would be in demand as much as Nike if Jordan just had that stupid shoe at that time. So they had it fixed, you know. Katwalang budget, basa just wear our shoe. But yeah, I think Adidas. I think yeah. Yeah, <laughs> imagine if Adidas had Jordan back in the 1984, for example, and building up the whole basketball uh, department, nila. Imagine, pang ilan dapat sila ngayon? By, by far, number one dapat sila. Number one. Look at, number one. Yeah, if, sure. you look, if you look back 1980s, Nike was just, ano, Nike was just trying to climb up the shoe market. It was Adidas all the way. Even when you guys, mm. uh, kung nabasa niyo sana yung kay Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, they were trying to catch up with Nike talaga. Ay, with Adidas talaga. Nike was just so far below them. And Nike had the audacity to offer a $250,000 shoe deal to a rookie player that never really accomplished anything in the NBA. Well, I mean, yeah. very risky din naman, no? Imagine kung si Jordan na injured in the first year or second year. That investment would be very, very bad. Injured in the second year. Yeah. He got injured in the second year but he was able to come back. So, lucky for Nike pa rin. True, true. Bigger, biggest winner here is the marketing department of Nike. Every yep. moment in Jordan, ginawa nila ng story parate. It started with the, with the Jordan band. Eh. Napaka-simple lang that the NBA was banning the shoes. Pero the Nike people really marketed that as, okay, bawal sa si NBA ito, pero sa inyong consumers, pwede itong sapatos ito. So parang meron ng premium setting na eh, when it comes to Air Jordans. Eh. What do you guys think? Yes. Yes. Mm. Completely agree. I mean, yeah. he started it all. So now, he's still on top. Yeah, <laughs> I just have to feel bad lang sa Adidas. Uh, if you look at the the superstars that they have missed, let's talk about Kobe Bryant na lang eh. Kobe was really their premier star. Then he got into a rape, uh, into the rape case. Nawala siya sa Adidas. But after that, nawala talaga sila ng perennial uh, signature shoe of the face of the bas- of their basketball brand eh. I mean, sino ba yung mga naging Adidas na ano, uh, faces for the past how many years? Sino ba mga uh, Kevin Garnett. KG, oh no, KG, let's go, Ray. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy, Dimac, uh, Tim Duncan, Gilbert yeah. Arenas, yeah. Agent Zero, yeah, yeah Agent Zero. I, you had that shoe, Jose, di ba? Yes, I love that shoe. The white, <laughs> he brought the best shoe that era for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Chauncey Billups also. Yeah. Dwight Howard. 
Dame Lillard. Dame yeah, Lillard. Dame Lillard, yeah. yeah. But you could say they're... Heroes. Heroes, yeah. Heroes. Mm. They were close with Heroes. But you could say yung pool of talent nila in terms of the signature shoes are just below Nikes now. Grabe si Nike, si Nike ngayon. Lahat uh, kinuha na nila eh. Diba? Yeah. yeah. Pero back, in the, back in like 2007, to 2006, to 2006 to 2008 or 2010, yeah. I think Adidas were neck and neck with Nike talaga. They, they had really good starts in KG and Duncan. Uh, they had Adiros. But after that, 2010-2011, it went back to Nike's favor again. Talaga medyo lumayo na naman sila. I was able to read an article about it. Parang nung early, uh, late 2000s, up to 2010 and 2011, naiwan na naman sila ng Nike. So that's, that, that just shows how dominant Nike really is over Adidas and any other uh, shoe brand in the market. Yeah. And you, we could see naman din eh, on the documentary how loyal Jordan really was with Nike. Let's move naman to the dream team natin. Um, what can you guys say about the that type of talent ha, on the same floor? Were they are they the most dominant team in history, or is it just because hindi pa maganda yung competition back then? Well, uh, I, don't know. I think that dream team is the most you know I think solid team ever put together. But maybe you have a point, dude. Also, David, na maybe basketball wasn't up to par yet. Yeah. Where it is today, na malakas ni mga Serbia, Spain, France. They have like NBA players, but it's just that mystique of the '92 team. Na all those stars talaga together. Come, not not not, you know, about the talent na kalaban, but just bring those twelve guys together. Maybe not Christian Leitner, but I mean those that whole group talaga na solid na magkasama. Maybe the redeem team. Maybe we will agree na yung redeem team ng 08, 012 malakas din, but. Yung 92 team talaga, for me, I think, you know, this, the, that group, I think it was just, you know, magical for not just them, but yung mga fans who watched the Olympics or even yung mga kalaban na, di ba, the well-documented na nagpapirma or picture yeah. after ng game. So, I think that was like one of the most, you know, glamorous and uh, amazing teams ever put together. Before you naman, if, if for example, the 92 Dream Team faced the 2008 Redeem Team, who would you in a oh, best no. of seven series? <laughs> huh? In a best of seven best series. Of seven. You know, you know, guys, I'm objective. Mm. I'm a Jordan boy, I'm a Jordan fan. Mm. I simply think the Redeem team will kick the Dream team's ass. They're, they're too really? talented. They're too strong. They're too Very tall. surprising, huh? Very surprising for yeah. me, partner. Yeah, I mean, Jordan can't win that game uh, mm. with, uh, with an old Magic Johnson and an old Larry Bird. Both of those guys are in the end of their careers. And they also, they have Christian Leitner. What the hell? Let's not compare. <laughs> the Redeem team has Dwight Howard, prime Dwight Howard, prime Kobe, prime uh, LeBron, Dwayne Wade. Come the on. Flash Dwayne Wade, the sobrang bilis pa during yeah. that time. Yeah, Chris Bosh. You're Bosch. not beating that team. You're not beating that team. Any, I think that's the strongest team ever built in professional team. sports team history. Redeem team, yeah. That's true. That's true. I think I, I think kasi also na that I think the '92 team. I think the respect na mga tao na oh, it's Jordan, it's Bird, it's Magic. Yeah. But I think uh, Thomas you win. If push comes to shove, and you know you dissect talaga each and every player. I think must you know tama naman si Uwe, must deeper talaga and stronger in '08. It's just the mystique of that group of that '92 na first time the NBA team yes. sila. Being together, being there, and all, but I think when you know push, push comes to shove in a seven game series, the 08 team, you know, solid. Yun. 
Solid yun. Pero guys, do you buy the reason na wala si Isaiah Thomas sa 92 Dream Team uh, because of Jordan? Or sinasabi ni Jordan na hindi naman daw talaga siya? Do you buy Jordan's uh, reasons? Na sinabi niya, hindi, wala ako dyan. Hindi ko sinabing wala si Isaiah Thomas. Kasi I think it's very clear yung hatred nila between the, the two players. Talagang, ano eh, up until now, hindi sila nagkakatingin ay to ay. Hmm. <laughs> ako, I think, it's genuine. I think I think 80% of the team would not approve Isaiah Thomas to be part of that team. 80%. I mean, Pippen's there. Jordan's there. Yeah. Larry Bird hates Isaiah Thomas too. Magic Johnson at that time hates Isaiah Thomas as well. That's like, well, five players na yun. And uh, I'm pretty sure everyone in the team, siguro ang ang mag-approve lang doon si Christian Leitner lang kasi hindi pa niya nakakalaman <laughs> kasi the, the bad boys were really dirty They're, they mm. try to hurt you at the same time win the game and rub it in your faces well that's how mm. savage they were and it was led by Isaiah Thomas of course and simply they, he was just not likable back in the day man okay. yeah I think that's a good point what, what we said I think I think in terms of skills, I think no question asked. They won two rings, right, under him yeah. before mm-hmm. that Olympic year. And you know, if it would be a choice between you know a basic question, I mean, if it was Christian Leitner or a guy who won just two rings and the captain of a basketball team who won rings, nga, yeah. I'd give it. Oh, I'd give it to Isaiah, obviously. But you know, we don't know the real. It's daming cloak and dagger stories. Eh, sinabi ni MJ, wala naman siyang kinalaman. But then. Yeah. As Swing has said, you know, obvious naman, I think, even if he say, if he says na parang wala siyang kinalaman, you know, I think end of the day, I think, you know, that's MJ. He still has a say in the matter. So I think, you know, I think maybe he did really say na, you know, kick this guy out. Yeah. <laughs> in his okay. face. <laughs> okay, now let's move on naman sa isa sa mga topics din that was uh, uh, touched into no episode 6, which is the infamous Jordan Gambling Stories. I'm sure growing up, you guys, we've heard the same stories that Jordan retired after the 93 season dahil pinatitire siya ng NBA. Uh, there might be rumors na baka daw nagbebenta na siya ng games. There might be rumors mm-hmm. because of he was a gambling addict that the NBA wanted to uh, part ways with Jordan muna. Magkaroon muna ng counting space para lang hindi masyadong mainit na yung mata, na, yung mata ng uh, mass or ng media to the NBA and to Jordan. Um, Looking back then, guys, were you all aware now of, what, uh, of Jordan's gambling habits? And were you confident? I mean, nakikita nyo rin yun ba yung mga rumors na, oh, baka si Jordan nagbibenta na ng games? Did it ha- did, pumunta na ba kayo sa ganun type of uh, belief back then? Kasi bata pa ako, kaya tatanong ko pa lang ito nun. Eh. I wanted to see. <laughs> ako, nga, ako, nga to, ako nga, to be honest, hindi ko nga alam yung rumor na yun. Eh, because I didn't nga follow the 90s. So when I saw the episode, I was like, oh wow, he did have a problem. But then again, he was saying he was just, you know, I think competitive, being a competitive person and gambling are like two different things he was saying, I think, right? So yeah. for me, parang, I don't think it was lag-lag ng games or nag-ibenta. Because at the end of the day, they still won the championship, right? Yeah. That year. So I don't think he, maybe, Maybe they'll say the other preseason, uh, the season games. But in terms of like winning and, you know, making benta the games, I doubt because they won so convincingly. And, you know, I don't really judge a person if somebody gambles. Eh? Kasi you could gamble but not be a complete, you know, you know, mean or bad person. I mean, I don't, we can't really judge people for like doing what they like doing, a hobby. Yeah. Does it mean if you gamble, he's a bad guy? But yeah. the only problem was 
he's Michael Jordan. So, syempre, yung mga ginagawa niya na hindi part ng regular NBA player norm, na for him, happy lang. Pero sa mata ng mga media, ng mga fans sa NBA, parang, oh, mali yata itong ginagawa ko. But then, you know, it's just a gambling thing. And I think, I don't gamble, but just giving him my, you know, parang benefit na it's just a thing. I don't think he was really a, you know, diehard gambler na would affect and change the outcome of a game dahil sa laglagan niya. So, before you naman, uh, being a Jordan fan for so many years, uh, knowing yung gambling uh, habits yeah, did it really affect yung tingin mo kay Jordan? Uh, you know, back in the day when I was being sent uh, tapes by my grandmom, who was also a gambler, uh, whose hobby is gambling in casinos, mm. she used to see, uh, she, used, she used to see Jordan gambling also. I think she... She'll, she mentioned it to me a couple of years back. And it didn't really affect him. Kasi, and, it would, and like what Jose said, parang his gambling would not affect the outcome of uh, an, an NBA game. He's just too competitive. Yeah. He, he, he can't gamble his way or he can't just throw a game away because of his competitiveness. His, his competitiveness is off the charts, off the hook, off the window. It's, it's just, it can't, it can't happen. So, when I, when I learned about his gambling, it's not, you know, for me, it's not a big deal. I, I, I became a fan of his basketball skills and I didn't really become a fan of his, you know, well-being. Kumbaga, ang nangyari lang naman kasi, parang bad timing kasi he's Michael Jordan. He's supposed to be unblemished. He's supposed to be flawless. He's supposed to be a role model. But like what he said in the, in the documentary, parang I don't want to be a role model and it's it's like a it's like a sword to my back parang ganun eh hindi mention niya kasi kung role model siya he's like uh, killing himself already kasi he, he won't be able to do the things that he love that he loves like you know, of course gambling you can't get mad while competing diba? if you're a role model you have to be smooth o talagang napaka good boy mo i mean he doesn't want to be that guy he just wants to win basketball games and he gave us six rings come on so he can't really deny the fact that he's so competitive and he, and his gambling did not definitely affect his stay in the NBA yeah. and the outcome of the game he played. Uh, yung maganda dun sa part na to, sa documentary, was when they were showing yung gambling, the, sto- the gambling story of Jordan, what the documentary is trying to show then is yung media impact kay Jordan. Yung alam mo yung this, even the smallest, the smallest things, people would just really mm-hmm. go up to Jordan and ask the craziest uh, questions. And that's mm-hmm. where that's where it all led to his decision to have the first retirement day. Diba? Um, yung nanalo siya sa Phoenix Suns title run. You could see Jordan, he was just sitting down. Sabi niya, could he just stay here for a minute? Parang enjoy mm-hmm. ko lang muna yung moment ito. And there was yeah. also a scene sa documentary na nasa hotel room lang siya. Tapos siya sabi ng Chicago Bulls staff na paglabas siya ng hotel room, yun na. It's another uncommon Jordan way, uh, Jordan day na ginugulo siya ng tao. And it really got yeah. to Michael Jordan. Eh. Um, here's going to be my hot take naman. I, I really don't want to compare LeBron and Jordan and everything else. And I believe Jordan had the most perfect NBA story. Yung first retirement lang talaga niya, I think, was his only weakness. Yung pagiging mentally exhausted niya with the daily grind of the NBA. Kasi dun lang lumamang si LeBron James. LeBron, for eight straight years, he was in the finals for the eight straight times. And yet, he always wanted to, uh, to continue to pursue yung excellence yet, to continue to fight for a championship. With Jordan, after the third title, tapos na, na-feel na niya yung pressure of the media, and he felt like he never 
he didn't want to prove anything else. Parang yun lang yung pinaka ano eh pinaka asterisk ng Jordan story for me. I, I'm not sure if you guys agree. Huh? What do you guys think about? I, I think it's I think it's a good uh, I think that's a good uh, that's a good uh, outlook on what one there you can differentiate LeBron and Jordan because it's it's really hard to it's it's so funny that parang now people are like seeing the the Jordan side of everything because we all know what LeBron can do his weaknesses his strengths but I think now people are seeing also you know Jordan's strengths also but then. On what David said, it's also going to also show that maybe it could be he was also weak. That's why he also retired from the game in '93. I mean, we don't know. We don't know the yeah. real reason. I mean, I'm just like basing it on what you said. Na parang it could be also a weakness which we're seeing now or a flaw in his game. Na he's an amazing basketball player, but when it comes to like your mental strength and your pressure from the media and everything, if that was the real reason of what led to him retiring in '93. You know, I want to say LeBron is mentally strong also, but you know, LeBron for all the bashing he gets, you know, he never like walked away from the game. I mean, maybe he jo- maybe he did join some super teams, you know. Yeah. Give, uh, that's, that, that's a bit, you know. But you know, in terms of like leaving the game after being always bashed and ridiculed, he never did that. So if that was the real reason why Jordan retired, maybe you know, maybe LeBron has a you know slight edge in terms of like the mental strength. So yeah, yeah. For you, the Mandi, okay. what do you think about that? Well, I think it's it's just different, eh? different situations talaga for them. Kubaga, you know, LeBron wasn't really winning back in the day when he was in he was with uh, with Cleveland. True, true, uh, true. They, yeah, so parang parang they dealt it in a different way. Si Jordan wasn't able to deal with it because he he know he's not leaving Chicago. So LeBron hmm. parang he was also tired of not winning in Cleveland. He was physically and mentally uh, fatigued already. Hmm. He switched to uh, he he switched teams. Kubaga, he transferred to Miami. Kumbaga, he, mm-hmm. parang yung pag-handle lang yung naman yung difference eh. George, uh, LeBron handled differently but still continued with a, with a, uh, with a, what do you call this, with a negativity around him. Pero he didn't, he didn't really, hindi naman siya nagpa-affect, no? But Jordan, kasi the thing is, it's different eh. The, the timing was very bad for Jordan kasi after that championship, his dad was killed. Yeah. So, so you can't really say if it's really being mentally uh, fatigued about basketball or about his gambling, or is it about his dad being killed because of mm-hmm. a, a a gambling debt? Parang there, there were rumors parang na parang uh, the, the mafia wanted uh, him to lose that championship, but he didn't. He, he did not allow it to happen. That's why someone killed his dad. I mean, that's, of course, that's, that's just a rumor, no? It's yeah. never confirmed. And like what I said kanina pala, uh, different ways nila hinandle. LeBron, LeBron had to switch. He needed a fresh start again for him yeah. to continue his uh, dominant play. Kumbaga, Jordan, very bad timing, very bad luck. So, you know, it's... Different, still, yeah. It's no, different talaga. It's never confirmed. Correct, correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nakakatawa lang kasi, I mean, six episodes into this very amazing documentary, you are learning a lot of yun, a lot of stories that we thought we already knew but it's an eye opener for a lot of people especially for me especially for Jose um, just mm-hmm. to end this podcast lang, let me guys ask you what are your expectations for the next uh, next four episodes um, well for me first off I think this documentary was a really good idea by Netflix because the good thing about this thing now it's showing the younger generation I mean yeah the millennials, who Michael Jordan really was. I mean, as I said kanina, we just see Michael Jordan for the highlights, you know, the number 23, the dunks, you know, the mystique of being MJ, the shoes, the Air Jordans. But 
the younger generation don't really know who he really is. Eh? They just know that he's one of the greatest. Like, Tayo, we, our, our generation, guys, we know who Bill Russell is, but we just know he has 11 rings. Yeah. We don't know how good he really was at that, at that time. Or even Magic and, you know, we would see the highlights of Magic and Larry, but then, Nayon lang, like the early, this past few years, we'll see the highs of, wow, he's really good pala, or, you know, Magic was this, uh, competitor pala na kahit sobrang jolly pero palaban siya palagi si Bert tahimik lang pero lumalaban din so now it's good that these younger people are also seeing what MJ really brought to the game of basketball not just you know off the court of, about the shoes the jerseys the you know the paparazzi and everything they also show yung sabagay yung drive ni Jordan na you know some NBA players sadly now don't have but you know, I think I'm just looking forward to the next few episodes now that will maybe show some stuff which we still don't know about MJ. So yeah. hopefully um the last four are gonna be really awesome. For you number week. to be honest, uh I mean I was really surprised with uh with the with the takes about the gambling and stuff. Kumbaga, it wasn't really wasn't really blown out of proportion until this documentary arrived. No, kumbaga, talagang they really highlighted how Jordan was with his uh, with his gambling, and uh, to think that he had that on the side and still won three rings in nineteen ninety two, one, two, and three is for me is amazing, eh? I mean, it's in, in, amazing in itself, eh? Kumbaga, parang you. As a, as as part of the media or as part of the mass, you nitpick something on a legend on a on a person who, that who's already on top. Eh? You're, gonna, you're just gonna look for a weakness. Eh? That's what happened mm-hmm. I think, for for Jordan. Kumbaga, he's so perfect and you know he's, he's been winning so many years. Pagamagahanap na lang ng mali. and that's what happened to him. The focus na lang yung gambling niya. Kasi wala naman ibang makita. He can't lose. Yes. At that time, he was on top of the world. So yeah, kumbaga, I mean that gambling thing talaga was big a big hit on him. Pero, like what I said, I, I mean he, he he still kept winning. He won three more after that three, after he, he retired. So in uh, in the coming uh, episodes, I want to highlight I want them to highlight about uh what the Houston Rockets were when he retired, how dominant the Houston Rockets was. Kumbaga, there's the question remains eh. Would uh, would the Bulls win eight straight? Jordan did not retire. That's the biggest question mark in Jordan's career. If he did, mm. if he did not retire for two years or one and a half, to be exact, would he be able to win eight straight? So gusto ko malaman gusto makita yung dominance ng ninety four ninety five Rockets. Bawag na lang rin. Tinalo yung Knicks eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> one takeaway one takeaway ko sa documentary ito is that no matter which decade we are, kawawa yung Knicks. I'm sorry, Jose. Yes, so nung ma- I know. <laughs> so nung malas yeah, na franchise. I don't when know what happened to New York. Oh. I mean, see people, I think the best thing that happened to the Knicks was Jeremy Lin. And I think that was it. After none, down to the man. Um, but <laughs> again, this documentary really showed the greatness of Jordan. Yung artistry niya, skills, what people were telling that during uh, back then, kung ano ba talaga si Michael Jordan. I've missed a lot of Michael Jordan years. And this documentary is a, is a reminder for a lot of people, especially my age. Um, and to be honest, I think after the whole documentary, after we finish the 10 episodes, the debate should be who's the second best player. I think no one's really going to tap into Jordan. Uh, no, one, no one's going to ever question yung legacy and the importance of Jordan, of building and growing this whole NBA as it is now. Mm-hmm. A lot of this, we could just thank Jordan for it. 
Uh, and oh, I think wait, 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 wait. Go. So, you're telling me you're joining the right side of this argument already as early as <laughs> 5 and 6? <laughs> Are you a converted one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jose, just to keep you on the loop, uh, I've, always considered, okay. I've always considered LeBron as the greatest player after he mm. won the 2016 title. To be on the finals eight straight years, in the generation that's so talented, na. you have Stephen Curry, mm. uh, you have Kevin Durant, Irving, Kobe Bryant, Dwight mm. Howard, and everyone else. To be that consistent, I mean, you really have to be, alam mo yun, we, we have to join the greatest of all time discussion. But mm. looking back into this documentary, people like Larry Bird saying that Jordan is like God disguised as, as Michael Jordan. Parang, I open there na rin eh. You have to concede na rin talaga. <laughs> For Larry Bird to say that to MJ, diba? Oh, diba? Yeah. And no, knowing how competitive Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, Charles Barkley, diba? Knowing how competitive these guys are. And to concede to Jordan na siya yung pinaka-greatest. It says something talaga eh. Um, so yeah, I, I think I might be joining the bandwagon now. You know, Sana Sana about that time, Sana about that <laughs> well, uh, again, this was a really fun podcast. Jose, thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm sure we will going to have a lot of podcast episodes together, pa. Um, yeah, you're always uh, welcome. Uh, thank you so much, uh, David, and we, of course, for having me. Uh, super enjoyed. You know, it's nice talking basketball. You know, it's really, it's really boring now with this COVID nineteen. You're just home, and when we have yeah. to be a guest on your pod, like, yeah, bro, for sure, guy, three hours yeah. patayo, guy, twenty-one <laughs> basketball talaga. Because yeah. you know, it's really fun, especially with this documentary now. But yeah, I mean, thanks for so much for having me, and hopefully next time I can guest again in your uh, gambola. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks to definitely. Yeah, definitely. Thanks to my partner, we. Thanks to Jose. Thanks to Basketball and Kicks, Pate. I think that's about it. Uh, goodbye, everyone. Stay safe. Peace. Bye.